in your minds, try to think for a moment, what does the word commit mean to you? Just close your eyes for a minute and contemplate that. And then when you think about the fact that there is someone in our midst who has taken the bhikkhuni precepts, there is someone in our midst who has taken the anagarika precepts, and there is someone in our midst who is about to take the anagarika precepts. These are very major commitments to virtue, to an ethical and spiritual discipline of profound dimensions. Contemplate your own commitment to this practice and what it means to you in your life. When I gave the theme for this retreat, commitment and sacrifice, I had no idea that a young woman from Ontario, from Ottawa, from Burlington, would be stepping up to the altar, shaving her head and committing herself to a life of renunciation and spiritual endeavor. And this is not something that she's doing only for herself. It's something that each of us that takes on this more austere looking life, we do it because we know that it will bring blessings to everyone to all of us. So, the word commit in the English language means entrust, consign, for treatment or safekeeping to a person's care, judgment, to writing, to memory, commit to memory. Commit to the earth, to the flames. When you commit something, this renunciation is like committing yourself to the flames. But we're not going to have any burning. Commit to prison. Consign officially to custody. And it goes on like that. Commit also means to commit a crime. But we're speaking here in the opposite sense of commit a blessing. Also, you can commit someone to a mental institution. Commitment. Engagement that restricts freedom of action. Engagement that restricts freedom of action. But unless you entrust, unless you have a deep and abiding trust in a path, in a way, in people that walk that path and that practice that way, how can you make such a profound commitment? And then to restrict freedom of action, yes, it is a great renunciation. We should look up the word sacrifice. Sacrifice, I believe, would come from the Latin root sacred or sacre to make sacred, to consecrate, consecrate. A sacrifice is the slaughter of an animal or person. There will be no slaughtering. 
surrender of a possession as offering to a deity this is more like it it's an offering an offering of oneself think of your own life and think of ways in which you make sacrifices anybody here have the experience of making a sacrifice in your life as a mother as a daughter as a teacher as a nurse as a social worker as a professional as a friend as a colleague just reflect on some of the sacrifices that you have made in your own lives so I'm just reflecting here on the sacrifice that Kathy will make tomorrow it is an act of prayer or thanksgiving or penitence as propitiation what is thus slaughtered or surrendered or done is an offering and then it goes on and discusses the crucifixion the Eucharist and very many references to that this is lovely giving up a thing for the sake of another that is higher or more urgent I like that so giving up certain freedoms because in commitment we heard that this is a restriction of freedom but don't think of it as a restriction of important freedoms because really you're renouncing one thing for the sake of something higher or more urgent more urgent is if we let go of the things of the world then we are able to give ourselves freely to the things of the spirit to the work of the heart that's really what it's about isn't it giving up one thing for the sake of another that is higher or more urgent that thing thus given up there is a loss entailed and that loss is called sacrifice so these are just some of the standard literary meanings around these two words but they have importance for us here we're going to sit and walk and eat and stand and live together for the next few days or nine days our actions and our silence are lying down to rest are making effort here sitting up straight or walking around or washing or whatever activity we're doing we're holding a space here and that space is made sacred by our sacrifice we've given up the delights of the world our freedom to move around our freedom to speak our freedom to eat when we want our freedom to dress in fancy ways or in sloppy ways we're going to try to be very respectful and caring for each other and so this is a great restriction of our freedom but we're giving up these things for the sake of something higher and that something higher is the realization of something in us in each of us a light a purity a beauty a profound understanding a safe place 
an island of refuge that each of us can find within ourselves. And unless we take that journey inward, we may never find it. We may never know it. So by making this sacrifice together, we make this commitment together, we strengthen each other. And in the same way, this great sacrifice that Kathy will make and the, the power of her conviction and her commitment to the path will elevate her ability to realize and manifest that path in her own life. And then as she walks that path, she becomes a symbol for each of us. Whenever you look at her with her shaved head to be, something in you will feel uplifted and smile. You may not be able to walk the path in this particular way, but it will just be a reminder for you. Just like the image of the Buddha is a reminder for us of what we can realize by giving ourselves fully to what we believe in, to what we love. In lay life, the real restriction is that we cannot give ourselves so easily in a complete way because a lot of distraction, a lot of action going on, a lot of busyness in things that lead us in, in ways that are not, not so clear, not so wholeheartedly devoted to the inner world and to understanding the truth. We become easily confused, chaotic, frenzied, worried. We suffer. We become burdened. We have some kind of happiness, but it's fleeting, ephemeral, hard to grasp, impossible to hold on to. And we're constantly running after that which seems to escape us, but it is right under our noses. And when we stop and bear ourselves, bear ourselves in the sense of shaving off the accoutrements or the disguises, the cloak of worldly things, we drop, let it drop away from us and put on the clothing, the raiment of spiritual work that supports us. When we restrict our freedoms, we become freer in a great way, in a way that allows us to walk wholeheartedly to the shrine and to take our proper seat there. Treat this experience every moment that you sit here, that we share in this time together. Treat it as if you too are taking a temporary ordination, that you are being baptized in the wide, empty space of your own mind and heart. Take a deep bath in that pure presence. Let it refresh you. Don't waste your time. Don't be frivolous. Keep yourself one-pointed for however long you are here so that when you walk out 
of this center and go back to your own life, you will feel so strong, so energized, so joyful. It will carry you for a long time. Maybe it will carry you for all the time you need to make decisions about how you want to change your life so that you can live more true to what you love.